Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Deb, and I'm coming at you again with another Table Talk Tuesday where we come to the table and we talk about the topics that's important to me, but that's also important to you. And I am welcoming you to Table Talk Tuesday today. It is November. It's close to Thanksgiving. And I just want to say that I am thankful for this podcast. I'm thankful for this ministry. I'm thankful for God for helping me to become a visionary and to be able to see that he has great plans for me to be able to help people to build their relationship and not just any type of people but women to build their relationship a personal relationship in him and so I am grateful and I am thankful for the opportunity to be able to use this podcast and I'm I'm grateful for Anchor to be on Anchor but I'm grateful to use this podcast as a platform to be able to express the word of God to be able to express how I feel about God and to be able to share what God and the Holy Spirit has allowed me um, or have placed in me to share with you all. And so I thank you for being a part of such a great plan of God. And I'm excited. I'm excited about this word today. Um, I just have one announcement. And that is I am looking for sponsors to be able to pledge to help with the vision of 2020 her to victory conference a new her and so i have sponsorship packages that i am gearing up to campaign and to put out there and so if you are interested in hearing more about the sponsorship uh pledges and packages please visit uh, my website or the ministry website www.powerhousewomendevotions.com or you can email uh, me at htv which is hurt to victory htv conference at outlook.com all right no i'm sorry at yeah at outlook.com all right so that's htv conference at outlook.com and you want to put in the subject line that you're interested in uh being a sponsor or pledging all right, and I'll send you the packages. All right, so I want to get to this word because it's a good word today. It is so good. I mean, it's so good, you guys. It's going to just reach right on down to the bone and the marrow and make you feel like, wow, I'm really a visionary. And so my topic for today is what happens when the vision, when the help becomes the visionary. All right, and I know you're like, what, what, what is Deb saying? What is she talking about? When the help becomes the visionary, and so this topic is so near and dear to me, and 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 I want to answer the question: What happens when the help becomes the visionary? All right, what happens when the when the princess becomes the queen? All right, or when the prince becomes the king? All right, what happens when, and if we go a little deeper than that, what happens when the wife becomes the visionary because her husband no longer seeks God for all things? So the decision that he makes for the household is foolish. All right, so who is God going to use? Who is God going to use when the husband 
because when the husband begins to make foolish decisions for the household, who is the Lord going to use in order to bring into fruition what the purpose is for the home or for the family? All right, so if he no longer lines up with God, all right, so so I before you know we start to judge, and it seems like I'm male bashing on this topic today, which I'm not. You know, I want to uh, go in and take a real uh, dissective look at the scriptures, and I want you to go with me and and where we find that the help has vision too. I I gotta say that one more time where the help has vision too, all right? And so I'm going to break this thing down. God going to be with me. I've prayed about it. I'm going to tell you, I wrote this podcast show uh, weeks ago, but I was waiting for the opportune time to release it because I don't release anything unless the Spirit of God places on me to release it. So I'm telling you, this is going to be a treat. But, all right, so... Again, I'm not male bashing, but I do want to go uh, a little deep, and I want you to go deep with me today in Scripture, and and find out uh, what happens when the help gets the vision from God. And it is God that gives the help, the vision to help the visionary. So it's not just that the the help becomes the visionary, but God gives the help, the vision to help the visionary, to help the husband to get back in line or to get on one accord with God's purpose for the family. All right. So sometimes there are cases where the help has to declare a move of God because the visionary no longer sees or listens to the voice of God. All right. Now I may be stepping on some heels and I don't mean to be, but I want to be real. And my intentions is to point out and to never dismiss the help. All right. Cause sometimes I feel like we are dismissed as being the help because of the word help. Um, uh, I'm talking about wives and I'm talking about just women and how we are sometimes dismissed because we are looked upon as we're lower than, uh, you know, the man or um, the male or the husband. And that is not God's intention. All right. But to never dismiss the help because God has given us all gifts and talents that we are, to, are capable of carrying out. And so I hope that you are ready for such a discussion as this because we're going to jump right into it right now all right so now i recall you know being married for those of you who may not know i was married for 12 years right it's true fact true fact married for 12 years and i was happily married for 10 out of those 12 years because the last two years was very rocky my husband was my husband had another agenda. It did not, and, and it didn't follow God's plan. And I was not with it. I wasn't on board with the plan that he had. All right, this is the visionary, and he had a whole set of plans that was outside of the plans of the Father. And I wasn't with it anymore. And so, I um I didn't want to follow what didn't line up with God's plan. And not saying that I'm perfect, but. Even in being in my imperfection, I still wanted to be able to line up with God's plan. 
right? So I was not with it, and I end up making the hard decision to divorce, all right? But I want to talk about briefly my happy years, uh, 10 years, all right? And so for 10 years, I felt secure, all right? And, and to help me that I felt secure, my um, husband at the time, he made me feel like, it wasn't just about a feeling, but an inclusion into the vision that God had given the family, um, into uh, the businesses that he had uh, pursued. I was a part of those things, and we were one, all right? We were one in making decisions, uh, especially early on in our marriage. And um, so, you know, the help represents, as you know, me talking about it right now for the sake of the topic, the help represents the woman or the wife, all right? And the visionary is the husband or the man, all right? But okay, um, as for the help, you know, the things that we look for in our lives is one, security, two, love, three, stability, four, support and five respect and then we want to look at the visionary or the husband and what they look for is the top of the the number one is respect they want respect two is support they want that support three they want power all right and then four is love they may act like they don't want love but they want love four is love and five is stability as well they want stability as well so you notice that in the that order um, uh, that listing order for the help and uh, for the visionary or the husband, the wife and the husband. Notice how I had the order of one, security, two, love, three, stability, four, support, and five, respect for us. And then for the male or the husband is one, respect, two, support, three power and four love and stability and i'm able to gather this up because like i said being married for 12 years you know you know what you begin to know and begin to develop because god will speak to you of what you know how the order is and what men seek after and what women seek after and what do we want so notice power is not on the helps list Right? I didn't list our power because we know that our place is to give what is needed. So as a woman, we give what is needed. We're not really looking for power. Now, you may have a couple of women. I can't speak for all women, but you may have a couple of women that seeks out power. All right, But for the sake of my list, that's what I came up with. And power is not on the list All right, of um, what we you know, long for and look for. But in my first 10 years of marriage, my um, ex-husband or my husband supplied that, and he was only able to do that through Christ. So the things that I looked for, the things that I needed, he supplied them, but he supplied them through Christ Jesus. All right? And then I was able to supply and meet his needs only through Christ Jesus because if you have never been married before you don't know how to be a wife or a husband because there's no real rule book just like being a parent there's no real rule book all right and it says um until you taking on the role of uh the covenant all right so again today i'm talking about when the help becomes a visionary 
So that's when that's so that's just like being a parent. As I said before, you have no idea what parenting truly entails until the day you take home uh, that blessing, that little blessing, and he or she is crying because they're hungry, maybe sick. They need your attention. Babies need a lot of undivided attention. But I tell you this, husbands do too. <laughs> All right? Husbands need a lot of undivided attention as well. And it's not a bad thing, but God has to join uh, the man and the wife together and make them one. And so it's appropriate that uh, respective attention is needed in the marriage. All right? All right, so... When I jokingly discussed this um, th- this topic with my sister and one of my sisters in the Lord, I realized that there are scripture um, where role reversal had to happen in order for God's plan to be carried out and established. And ladies, please understand that this does not mean take on the bossy spirit. So I'm not saying take on the bossy spirit, take on the controlling spirit, and, you know, you just take over. No, but I'm saying is you, God has given you uh, a way of uh, talents and gifts and wisdom as a woman to be that help and to nurture visions. And he's giving you visions as well, but to nurture visions um, within your husband or you know, whoever you may be assisting in the in the season that you're in, all right, as the uh, visionary. So what I'm saying is, even if you're assisting, um, you know, your your supervisor who may happens to be a male, and you have a higher position, you know, executive position, and he trusts your wisdom. This is what I'm saying. So it's not to take on this topic. is not to show uh, the bossy spirit or controlling spirit. But it means when you know how to pray, when you know how to help your husband, you help your, your, um, you know, your, your male friends, if God has given you, because you don't just put stuff out there and God has not, you know, pressed on your heart to do it. You don't give out your your jewels and you don't give out your fresh oil, all right, anointing to just anybody in your vision, to just anybody just because God has called you to be the help. You got to be strategic about this thing because later on you're going to see what I'm talking about when I start talking about wisdom, all right? So it says, um, let's look at the um, soul. Um, when you know how to help your man with something that will further you both. So this is what I'm saying is when the help becomes the visionary, she knows how to help both her and her husband um, and not hold back. All right. So let's look at one judge. All right. Who she who is truly a powerhouse and um, how this prophetess who was the help, became the visionary leader to carry out God's plan. Her name is uh, Deborah or Deborah for uh, Judges. All right, so it's in Judges 4, uh, verses 1 through 9. So I'm going to go there. So I want you to go there with me right quick. 
to Judges chapter 4, verse 1 through 9. Oh, this is so juicy, you guys. Like, I just love the fact that you can find scripture to uh, back up the topic, you know. I, I thank God for that. All right, so I'm in Judges 4, verses, um, I think I said 4, 4, I meant to say 4, 4 and 9, 4 through 9. All right, Judges 4, 4 through 9. All right, so I'm going to read it out of um, the New King James Bible. All right, so it says, And Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lepidoth, or Lapidoth, she judged Israel at this time. And she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah, or Deborah, between Ramah and Bethel in Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abaddon, out of Kadesh, Naphtali. And she said unto him, Have not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, Tabor, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Nephetil and of the children of Zebulun. And I will draw unto thee to the river of Kishon, Sesera, the captain of Jabin's army, and his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thy hand. And so I'm in verse 8. And Barak said unto her, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou will not go with me, then I will not go. Alright? And so, it says that, um, I'm going to read to you this. So, she said to him, in the verse 9, it says, And she said, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou take, take of shall not be for thy honor. For Lord, for the Lord shall sell Caesarea unto the hand of a woman. And Deborah arose and went with Barak to Kadesh. So you see there that Barak was <laughs> the visionary. And he came to the help which is the judge the prophetess Deborah and he said to her in verse 8 uh, if thou will go with me then I will go but if thou will not go with me then I will not go he saw that this woman of God had wisdom she was smart and she had vision. So she no longer was just to help. So she had to make it clear to him. Let me make it clear to you that if I go, if I go, then the Lord shall sell Sesera into the hand of a woman. Now, <laughs> this, I found out, was a prophet. This was a... Um, this was a prophetic word that she gave Barack. All right. But in the middle of me finding out that this was a prophetic word that the judge had gave Barack, I actually 
thought that in this um, reading this is that she was talking about her, but she wasn't talking about her, that he did, God did give uh, sell Cesara into the hand of a woman. Later on, if you see some other chapters, uh, I tell you where, uh, let me see, it is in, um, it's later on in chapter four, chapter five. All right. So, but I wanted you to see that she said, I'm going to go with you. If I go with you, then, um, just know that the Lord shall sell Cesara into the hand of a woman. Um, and not into the hands of a man. All right. And so we're talking about a woman that's talking about an army because they had an army. And we're talking about a situation where um, most of the time it's the man that leads the army, but he came to the judge, the prophetess, and he wanted and he seeked out, Barak seeked out her help. And that's what I'm telling you is that sometimes you become the visionary. All right. So oftentimes the Lord positioned people to carry out his plan when they, when those he called screw it up. And I'm not saying Barack screwed up the plan, but he said, I'm not going to go unless you go with me. All right. And so how many of you ladies have been in that situation, have been in that, uh, uh, you know, situation where your husband he seeks your wisdom he seeks your your plans and say what do you think honey what do you think about this situation all right all right say so um i wrote down here you know that um sometimes the visionary can screw up the job because of fear all right so let's look at saul and david for a quick second saul did not carry out the plan as king to the fullest and david was anointed king but not before the fall of saul and that that david had reign so god he does that you know that god has a way of i'm going to put this person in position and while this person in position i'm going to be preparing this person to do this so even as a woman there may be somebody in position to do it but he's also preparing you so you need to get ready for whatever god has to do for you and and when that person's position ends all right according to the will of god then it's going to be your time woman of god i don't know who i'm talking to about right now but <laughs> this was not this is unscripted it's going to be your time praise you lord all right so um, the other part that I uh, wanted to talk about one was in First Corinthians. Uh, I don't know why I wrote down First Corinthians. Uh, let's see what First Corinthians twelve eleven and twelve says. I wrote that down, so I'm gonna go there right quick and read that to you. But then I'm gonna talk about another another store another person. So let me see. I'm just so excited about the word. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Let's see what I wrote here for First Corinthians 12, 11, and 12. So First Corinthians 12. All right, 11 and 12 about... 
1 Corinthians 12, 11 and 12. Yeah. So it says, But all these work of that one, and the self-same spirit divided to every man se severely, severally as he will. And verse 12 says, For as the body is one and have many members, and all the members of that body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one spirit, we all are baptized into one body. All right, so it's just, uh, I believe I wrote this down and say that God has given us gifts and talents as well as women. All right, so I want to talk about uh, Abigail and David's romance. Right, so Abigail and David, um, how it started, and this is a long story short, is that um, she uh, saved her foolish husband from death of a king. Eventually, he died, and she became David's wife. That's in 1 Samuel 25, 18-40. I'm not going to go there for the sake of time, but 1 Samuel 25, 18-40. Read that when you have time. All right, it says, Lastly, God's wisdom. Uh, God gives wisdom a gender, and that gender is a she. Why do you think that God gives him, gives uh, why do you think God gives wisdom a gender and calls wisdom she? All right, now there is no clear justification, but my conclusion is the fact that the author has written uh, these teachings, and I'm talking about in Proverbs, uh, written these teachings uh, to, and is speaking um, to his son as a reference of life, skills, and abilities which is uh, attributes to having wisdom. So uh, I'm saying is that aside from uh, when you get an opportunity reading Samuel, 1 Samuel 25, 18, 40, I also want you to look at Proverbs and find out in Proverbs uh, the first five books of Proverbs speak on wisdom. And God gives wisdom a identity, a gender, and that gender is uh, a she. All right, and so um, if you look at Proverbs chapter 1 and 8, it says, My son, hear the instructions of your father and forsake not the law or the rules of your mother because wisdom comes, God is saying that wisdom comes from the home first. And who's in the home nurturing the kids and teaching the children? It is the wife or it is the mother. It is the woman. And so wisdom is given a gender and I think that sometimes um it says uh, uh I just want to point out this and I know it seems like I'm jumping all around and I apologize for that but I, I just want to point out that in Proverbs 1 20 and 33 wisdom is personified here as a prophetess called in public um so places to everyone to come to her and learn all right, so it says wisdom is personified here as a prophetess called in public places to everyone to come to her and learn. So God is saying, look, we, we have the wisdom. All right, we got the wisdom. The women have the wisdom. And you will come to learn from us. The children come and learn from us. And don't take it lightly. Your husband or you know, whoever you're courting, whoever you're, you're dating, they may come to you for your advice and your wisdom. And God has placed you to be the, that help to be the visionary sometimes. And I feel like sometimes we as women, we get such a bad rap. 
you know, because we put labels on each other and, and we allow others to put labels on us, you know, but there is only one label that we ought to carry and that is a powerful woman of God, a pillar, all right? The visionaries, the visionaries, the pair of eyes, we are to help our men conquer and rule the earth, all right? Rule over creation, all right? But um, and it's supposed to be, be a bold influence, all right? You know that, you know, my... Um, ex-husband or you know what was my husband used to always get my opinion on things or let me know uh, about whatever he was doing business wise because he knew he had a partner that he could trust but when he let the outside world secular decisions begin to come in and pour in secular stuff started to happen that means outside world influences started to come in into the household um, it caused the visionary to no longer trust or have confidence in the help or have confidence in me as a woman of God. And that hurts. But you know what? This woman of God, as you too, had to move forward and trust God to continue to use me as a vessel to be able to become a visionary. And so I am a visionary, but I'm also still the help. I'm still the help because there may be somebody out there later on that God may have to have me in place to help. All right. To help support his vision. All right. I know that's right, Lord. All right. So I'm going to go to this last scripture, you guys. And I thank you for hanging with me this long. But I'm going to go to this last scripture just to point out and to just to pull all this goodness in that God is showing us. And the last scripture is Proverbs 31, 11, and 12. All right? Proverbs 31, 11, and 12. And so you know about Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31 talks about the virtuous woman. All right? And so I want to just point this out. It says, verse 11 and 12, the heart of her husband do of trust, safely trust in her. So that he shall have, um, so that he shall have no need of spoil. I you know what that means. That he can safely trust in that woman of God that God has given him as a wife, and that he can trust her word. He can trust her wisdom. He can trust her judgment. He can trust the vision that God has given her. Because in that time, in that, in him trusting her. He will not have no need to wonder if he has somebody that is stabbing him in the back, that don't have his best interests in mind. He can trust in this woman of God. And I'm going to tell you this. The Proverbs 31 woman is a woman of God that could not just be the help, but she had to have vision as well. And you read about that in this last chapter of Proverbs 31. Right? She has more than, she's more than just a help. She's a vision visionary in her own right because she was the true wisdom of her home. And I'm telling you, ladies, you are the true wisdom of your home. All right? And some people say the matriarch. Well, well, you are that. You are the queen. You are more than just you're helping out your husband, but you have vision as well to help him, you know, purpose in his vision. And God will align your vision 
and you guys will do it together and you'll do ministry together alright so it says um, but if he ain't lining up with the word of God and he's not doing what he's supposed to do as the visionary then you gotta seek God you gotta pray you gotta ask God what is it that he wants you to do in order to get your household to line up with his word alright so it says that um, I'm closing this thing out so she the woman of God in Proverbs 31 could be she was the true she had true wisdom for her home and God indeed knew exactly what he was doing when he made us he knew exactly what he was doing listen to her attributes and I want you to find yourself ladies I want you to find yourself in these attributes that I'm going to list off alright and so let me read these attributes to you right quick and I want you to find yourself in this ladies and walk in this today alright so from A to Z, she was a quality, she was an a emphasis on a different quality about the excellent wife she was, all right, or she is, all right, very rare, all right, so one, she is trustworthy, two, constant in her love, three, uh, industrious, four, thrifty, five, self-starting, six, enterprising, seven, willing, willingly to do hard work, all right, eight willing to work long hours nine willing to be to do momentous work all right and that means tough hard work all right uh, uh work on top of work all right nine compassionate ten prepared for the future eleven a good seamstress twelve married to a leader you hear that married to a leader thirteen an entrepreneur i know i have my entrepreneur ladies out there all right entrepreneur uh, 14, not swayed by circumstances. 15, wise and kind. 16, duty conscience. Okay? She know what her duties are. Alright? 17, blessed by her family. 18, not satisfied with mediocre. You don't take no mess. Don't be mediocre to yourself and don't be mediocre. Don't let nobody make you mediocre. Alright? Um, 20, I think I'm on 20. A woman of God. And 21, praiseworthy. Alright? Um, 22 she is a woman of means that means that she has things she has resources in her all right or, or she know where to get the resources and the last one and a woman of great skill and ability who lives in a agrarian uh, economy means a thriving or cultivated land she's able to get the land all right so this woman is uh, awesome and miraculous and you are too and I just want to say in closing that I dedicate this particular podcast show to a true inspiration, um, a wonderful woman. Uh, she was a wonderful woman of God, and she went home to be with the Lord a few years ago. Um, she had inspired me and my sisters, and her name was Pastor Kit Brewington, and I remember long ago that me and my sisters, we used to go to Pastor Kit's Victorious Woman meetings and she would, um, that she would have at her church. And so I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you so much to Pastor Kit for um, just pouring into me that I am nothing, I'm not only the help, but I am a visionary too. 
And so with that being said, I'm closing out. I would love to hear from you guys. If this podcast show has blessed you, please email me, daspodcast, daspodcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to you again. And happy Thanksgiving.